Blog Talk Radio. Different level, 
And mm-hmm. yeah, it, 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 by the time I got done with Instagram, um, I, I, I think I've had, I've had my Instagram page for about a year, maybe a little over a year. And they picked last night to report me for inappropriate behavior. No. I'm dead serious. I got it. I, I got the email like around. Ooh, I said about ten forty-five last night, and I'm sitting here like, "What the hell are you talking about? It's inappropriate. Have you seen my whole damn page?" Right. And, oh where my goodness. I'm like, "Where you been the last year? You got to be kidding me with this shit." <laughs> Maybe it just got so hot and tantalizing they couldn't handle it. Hey, look, I'm good with it either way. I mean, somebody was paying attention, even if it was a hater. Right. That's what I'm saying. Whoever uh, reported it, they were paying a lot of attention to it. Why? For real? I'm like, good gracious <laughs> way. And so, that's all right. um, are you going to give us some, like, insider secrets about the book? Since, you know, it's your show, you should... Tell something I mean, know, I can give, something. I can give up. I can give up a few things. I can't give up a lot. But you know, I mean, anybody that paid attention over the last forty-eight hours, you know, I gave up some tidbits and in different interviews and things of that nature. Um, my uh, my my readers are absolutely in love with the specific tattoo parlor scene that uh-huh. has. Yeah, man. Um, I've had a few. I've had a few that have inboxed me and emailed me left and right yesterday when they were burning through because they kept hearing about it. So what they ended up doing was they skipped to the part where the scene actually happened, ran through the scene, and then decided to start the book. So I'm just like, okay, I, I've, I've not had that happen in quite some time. Um, matter of fact, they're already, they're already daring me to see if I can actually find a scene or write a scene that was hotter than that. Hmm. Wow. You taking this challenge? Oh, this already over. This already over said and done with. I already told them by the time December hits, they'll they'll forget about that scene. I promise. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm holding you to that too. Join the bandwagon. Join the bandwagon. Yes, indeed. You might as well. For some strange reason, that cover has just gone. I, I it, it came close to going viral. Um, even my publisher had to put it out, so you know I, I couldn't even I couldn't even be mad at her at that point in time. All right, <clears throat> I need to um, I need to check out this uh, tattoo part of thing. Yeah, I, I mean I tried to like I said I tried to warn you and I tried to warn my eyes and Taylor already knows, so I ain't even worried about her too much. But yeah, I, I tried to warn the two of y'all. There's a different side of me that y'all really haven't seen. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, I'm gonna make you um, share some stuff later on if we if we don't go too sidebar. Uh, we'll see. Because we'll see. You know the topic we, we have. About tonight, we have yes. Yeah, we we have questions to answer as I understand it tonight. So yeah. I'm gonna play that. We're going we to play that deal for right now, and then we're going to go from there. That's right, because you know what happened. Oh, yeah. And, and you know what? We have some, some really, like, diverse stuff, because 
when I thought about you, I said, you know what? Let me let me widen this out to the family scope because I'm so freaking boring. Nobody wants to hear about my stuff. So then I thought about Ryan with all his many many wives he wants to have. So I got it. Yeah, I heard about the whole polygamy. Yeah, I heard about the little polygamy slant last week. That was funny. Oh, but you know what? Hey, I can't, can't, you know, I can't be, mad. be mad at it. Yet. No, he's been thing. doing this thing for thing. a long time. Yeah, I know. And, and, and my thing has always been, if you've, got the, if you've got the ability to be able to take care of that many women, by all means, do it. But don't get mad if one of them decide they want to act a fool because they done, you know, got a little slatted, so to speak. That takes a lot of work. That takes a lot of work. But obviously he's a lot of man. And then in the chat room, he's got um, somebody on his team, this urban literary uh, review dude. Uh, oh, wow. Okay. Wives. So, you know, we, we got – he's not alone in this whole – Thing. Well, I got this many not. I mean, I've got I've got a few women in my on my page right now that tell you in a heartbeat. They have no problems with more than one husband. Right, and see that's the spin on this. That's all right. I'll save all my stuff for Ron. Um, and right. then we have been, you know, little. What did he call her? Uh, Carolina Kitten or whatever? Yeah, yeah, Ca- yeah Car- Carolina Kitty. Yep. Yeah, he she comes out of the little corner because she's like, oh, me and Shamor gonna sit in the corner because everybody's so grown. But then she's like, can we talk about swinging? Oh, uh, you can't sit in this corner and talk about swinging. So <laughs> <laughs> this yeah, it's gonna yeah, be an interesting night. That's for sure. Yeah, so I want that to I want that to come into play as well. I would love for her to get a chance to tell us, um, you know, her thoughts. You know, because my thing was, as as the person in the corner, my thing was, are there rules to this? Like, are there rules where you can have four wives? Are there rules to that? How do you create yeah, rules for that? Yeah, there are rules. There are definitely rules. There's rules. There's rules to anything that you try to put together that is outside the norm. Just like there is rules when you're in the norm. Like how do you create a set of rules for four wives? It's not that hard, honestly. Especially if you got them all on the same page. Wow. Yeah. So so yeah. I'm, and again, I'm not gonna make you suffer through the four wives things because that is a fight that I pick. I want to pick on with Ron. Fair enough. I got no, like I said, I got I have no arguments with it. I mean, in my like I said, that's the only reason why I really didn't have a problem with offending because I mean, in my younger days, before I got married, I, it, it was it was no different on my end as far as that was. The only difference was they weren't married. They knew about each other. They were cool about it. No big deal. And you know, they almost got to the point where they kind of I won't say they kind of rotated themselves, but shit, it is what it is. Wow. But if you got if if they're all of the same mindset and they're all okay with the with the arrangement, now nothing lasts forever, of course, because you know y'all y'all women are fickle. But mm-hmm. when it works, it works well. I can I can attest to that personally. Yeah, and you know what? We have that um, 
privilege where we get to change our minds, and we ain't acting a lot. Oh no, I, no, no argument there. I mean, like I said, it's just it, it, it's always it's always a woman's prerogative to make up her mind at the time that she's making up her mind. It, it, that that's something that 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 we as men <laughs> have not yet learned how to deal with. Because, you know, we, we deal in constants. We don't deal in variables. We deal in constants. So if you say something day one, day number 60, it, hopefully it better be the same word that you said day one. But when you say women, they will change their mind come day 59. And that's not sexist. That's just real. Hmm. Okay. I mean... Okay, I mean, I don't want to. Look, I'm not about right, to steal the bad stuff. I, 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 got I, other, I, got, look, I got other things that I got other fish I can fry tonight. That ain't even an issue. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, you know, I do have, you know, I do have some questions about the BDSM. I just want to know, what is it exactly? Because I've seen bondage and discipline. I've seen dominant submission. I mean, what what do those letters actually stand for? Or what is the correct way to approach this concept? What you're dealing with when it comes to the BDSM society and when it comes to those four letters, um, you're looking at three different communities all wrapped in one. You've got your bondage, you've got your bondage crowd, excuse me, you've got your bondage crowd, your bondage and discipline crowd. They're the ones that get into dealing with, you know, dealing with rope, and, rope bondage and chain bondage and, 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 and different things along those lines. I mean, saran wrap, you, get, you name it. We use, they use it to try and bind and try to make as beautiful an art form as they possibly can. Then you have your dominant and submissive community, which a lot of them may not get into the whole bondage thing. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. The, the, the general basis of dominance and submission is mental, not physical, because most, most submissives, enjoy the mental aspects of the relationship they're having with their dominant. Yes, the physical makes it even better, but they have to be captured mentally first. There's just no if, ands, or buts about that. Okay. Once you've gotten hmm. into it, once you've, done, once you've dealt with the, 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 the dominant and submissive crowd, then you have your sadomasochists. That's the messianium part of the BDSM equation. Them folks okay. is the ones that you see, that you get to see in a lot of your BDSM porn, um, the ones that you get to see on CSI Miami and all them other little CSI shows, you know, the ones that get the, you know, get the top billing on, on a lot of the HBO real sex, uh, real sex shows and, you know, a couple of other shows that, that are of an adult nature and things of that nature. Those are the ones that are into pain, that are into heavy spankings, you know, the whole nine yards as far as that is. That's what they get off mm-hmm. on. They, that, that's what turns them on. That's what gets them to orgasm. Nothing but pain. That's what that community yeah. does. So 
you're dealing with all three of those particular communities, and then you basically mix them all in, and you got yourself a nice little uh, community of folks that you can kind of learn from, enjoy, and all that other good stuff. And, you know, if you decide you want to be a bit of a voyeur, that's cool, too, because most of us are exhibitionists any fucking way. <laughs> Did we lose you? No, nah, we're still here, babe. Oh, okay. Because um, you know what? And this is just me. This is just me in my own little world. But uh-huh. I guess I see um, some pieces as not being, I don't know, as risque, I guess. Okay. You know what I mean? Like some of the pieces that you're saying, if if I'm just into the bondage part, okay, and right. I don't do anything else, I I don't know. I guess I felt like I don't know. That's not necessarily in that whole community because I I'm in this monogamous relationship with this one person, and I just like okay. to tie him up, and that's right. it. I tie him up every now and then, and we're done. I mean, would, okay. would that person, would that couple fit into this 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 community? They would, absolutely, because there's there's a whole community of nothing but rope rope artists, rope enthusiasts, rope sluts, the whole nine yards, and that's all that they do is they get together and they find the the, the easiest way to tie somebody up. They find the most explicit way to tie somebody down. You know, I've got I've got one guy that that literally can, I, I, and I, I shit you not, he he has gotten so adept at what he does that he can literally tie his girl down on a suspension point with nothing but rope, spread eagle, and have her fucked in five minutes flat. Wow! Because they that's what they do. They have that passion for it. They learn the new ties. They learn the new tricks. They learn the new intricacies. They try to come up with the most amazing, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Probably just the most amazing visuals when it comes to different rope techniques. They'll use a tree. Okay. They'll use a telephone pole. I've seen one dude that actually tied up his other side of a hotel on a hotel cart. Wow. Okay, so there's a there's an art. It, you have to be more into, oh, and I'm this is making a generalization, I guess, but you have to be more into the art of doing that. You know, like if I just if it was the same way all the time, I always use you know rope, and that's it. And I didn't try anything special. It's just I tied the hands here, feet there, done. I mean, it has to be more maybe creative, more more artistic to what you're doing. You have to understand the concept. Whether you're dealing with the bondage couples, whether you're dealing with DNS couples, whether you're dealing with master and slave couples, it is the mental connection between the two. That is the most important thing. Everything else stands out from that mental and that, that mental connection between the two of them. That's really where it boils down to. That's that's that is the that is the essence of anything that we do within that community because the mind is the mind is probably going to be the most difficult thing to capture 
But once it's captured, it's very real. It's very, very difficult to let go at that point. I would stand so far and say right now, there are certain women right now walking on this earth right now. I could call up after not being connected to them for years. The minute they hear my voice, everything comes back. It's just that deep. All right. Because they enjoy the mental. They enjoy the mind fuck. That is, that is the one thing that people just, that's the one thing that people miss when it comes to a lot of the things that a lot of the couples deal with. The other misconception is the majority of us inside of the BDSM community are monogamous, not positive. Hmm. I've got hmm. masters right now that will never, on under any circumstances, allow any other man to touch their property. Oh, okay. Under any circumstances. To do so would be under pain of death. Wow. So, so that you you can still be monogamous and oh, in the community, and it's not it's okay because that you know that cleared up some stuff for me too. Because I I yeah. mean I knew that there were different ways that you participated in the community, mm-hmm. yeah. But you know you assume things because you're you don't you don't practice you don't you know you know okay. you don't get out there and find out. So Absolutely. and I want to stop I mean, and thank sensual. I want to stop and thank Sensual for um, helping everybody get the correct link because my link was not working. I left off some very, very important www <laughs> and it was not work. So thank you so much for giving everybody the correct link. Good deal. Um, so now everybody is happy. Oh, uh, but yeah, okay. So that's important to me to know that. Um, And so in this community, because would, would you put um, swingers into this community? Yes, and to a totally certain, it's, it's really to a certain degree because with, 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 with intermixing swingers into the BDSM community, that has kind of caused a bit of a growing pain situation because okay. the swingers are – Basically, the swingers are sexually oriented. Everything flows from that at that point. If you can get, if you can gain friends throughout the throughout the community in that regard, you know, okay, cool, not problem. But when it comes to swingers and uh, and, and and the BDSM folks, there are there's a set there's a there's a specific mindset somewhere in in, in some of the some of those BDSMers where they do not want to see the physical act happening mm. while, they're, while, they're, while they're having a, a different scene going on, whether it's a vloggy scene, whether it's, you know, a, 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 a nice place scene, anything along those lines. There are those that they do not want to see a couple naked and in however many positions they can find in, in such amount of time or whatever. The way they see it is, you want to do that, do that behind closed doors. I don't especially want to see. And with swingers, swingers are natural born, natural born exhibitions. You know, they want, they get off on seeing themselves performing in that manner. 
No? Okay. You know, we get off on seeing, we get off on being seen when it comes to using a lot of the BDSM implements that we use, whether it's a cane, whether it's a whip, whether it's a flogger, whether it's just barehanded spanking. We don't mind doing all that because there's nothing sexual going on in that regard. But in, in terms of using tag A to insert into, into slot B, that they don't want to see. Okay. Okay. Hmm. <clears throat> I, I guess you think because there's so much that is, you think there are so many, you think there are so many inhibitions, you think that every, everything is the goal. And I guess that's kind of the case. Exactly. I mean, it's, it's really, it really is truly the, the mantra of what it won't do is the Romans do. That's really what it boils down to, and that—that that honestly, and, and the and the and the thing with that is that Rome is not necessarily it's just like the city itself. There are different inner communities inside of the city of Rome where you might be able to participate in an orgy while somebody else is being spanked on a bench across the way. So I can't mm-hmm. say that this is a wash all the way across the board. You know, there right. be some. You know, there there may be some some areas where you'll be able to do. There, you know, there might be some areas where bodily fluids are not shunned upon, so to speak, and things of that nature. There are other, you know, there are other sex where you can literally just do nothing. Enjoy your spanky scene. Go rest, chill out, watch everybody else do their thing, and if you want to fuck, go home. So it's it's a it's a fluid. It's a fluid type of thing when it comes to that community. The swingers community, not so much so. Everywhere you go, you pretty much know, you know, you can you can engage if you want to, you can watch if you want to, but nothing's really changed. Mm-hmm. Nothing mm-hmm. really changes in that community. That's the reason why the swingers are having such a difficulty getting into our community in that regard because they're thinking that, okay, well, the you know, the, Nothing's really changed, but the bodies and the and the, and the location. That's the, that's the mentality in that regard because they're like, okay, I'm going to a party. I know what the party is about. I know if I get the move, I can go ahead and do me. That's pretty much a general rule in that regard. The only rule that applies in a swinger park is if a woman says no or a man says no, respect it, keep it moving. Okay. <clears throat> okay. So. Okay. Okay. So. So when you when you do create the or have these various events, do you have them catered towards the. When you when there are these events where where people get together, say like a swingers party or, you know, I right. don't know bondage party. I don't know if they have bondage parties, but. When, when you do have events, do you somehow only cater to whatever that fetish is, and or do you have to come in and have a system where, yeah, everybody's here, but certain people don't do certain things, and this is how you protect? Yeah, that's the, that's where the dungeon monitors come into come into play at that point. Um, you do have dungeon monitors that are specifically trained for that type of thing 
where you know wow. if, if if they if they are and I and I mean this whole I, I mean this sincerely. There are people who actually train others to do this because there are public parties that go on at BSL conventions um, after all of the classes and all of the you know socializing and fellowship that goes on during the day. As soon as the dungeon parties hit at night, you have to have somebody that can keep the peace, if you want to say, you know, and, wow. and look out for any and look out for any type of uh, out of the ordinary activity. Make sure no one is truly being harmed while they're in the midst of a scene and things along those lines. So you have that aspect that's a part of it because we still want to be safe regardless of, you know, all of the, all of the things that you see and, you know, it, it looks like it hurts, but sometimes it doesn't, you know, that type of mm-hmm. thing as far as that is. So that's where that piece comes in. Then you also have your, quote, unquote, uh, your, 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 your education one-on-one portion of the program where you can actually sit people down and go, this is the type of party that you are currently involved in. These are the things that you may or may not be able to do, so you need to act accordingly. Mm, okay. So that is a training, and, and it's a over it's a extended training, like for so many people. Like, yeah, I don't want to say just, generational, you, but it's like, yeah, you just, literally uh, can't just once you they can't, graduate you can't out and you train somebody that's coming in. Yeah, you literally can't just walk in somewhere and then decide that you're just going to do what you want to do and think that somebody's not going to check you. Um, nine times out of ten, someone's going to check you, whether it's a dungeon monitor, whether it's somebody who's been around for a good long minute, and they've seen a great many things, and they know the difference between somebody that don't know what the fuck they're doing and somebody that does. Hmm. Okay. Well, that now that was enlightening to me. Um, okay, I'm with that. And I was, I see um, Taylor said she, you, you shed some light on something for her in the chat room. So she said, you know, you just you made her understand some things. Um, and then Imaj came in, but she ran out too. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I peeped that. She she got in there, and then I caught her out, and then she left. Because Maj was trying to sit in the corner with me. Oh, oh no, then, you can't sit in the corner when you don't throw the, you don't throw the subject out there. No, you don't get to sit right. in the corner. I'm like, wait, no, you said you wanted to. Okay, no, you can't. Yeah, so she, she, oh. she didn't dust in and dust out. Um. <laughs> I'm laughing at in my I'm laughing at Taylor and um she's in here um talking about the did you uh, let her know there's levels to this she didn't curse. So yeah, curse yeah, it's it's definitely levels to this shit. <laughs> you said <laughs> Yeah. So you provide some information. Hi, Alexandria, I see ya. She's so sweet. And then of course we have Terry who comes to terrorize us? Just, um, I'm not going to read that. Hey, Terry, how are you? <laughs> so she'll give us something smart in a minute. I know she will. Oh, no worries. Oh, you know how she she goes in. So it's something to set her off. So she'll give me a good quote. 
Well, we'll see I, soon I want, enough. Um, I want to get um, Imaj back in here because I want her to start talking about this swinger stuff that she may or may not be a part of. So... By all means. And then, of course, um, at some point, we're going to get into this um, this bull of bronze. I'm sorry, I shouldn't say that because he's a devout believer in this um, polygamy stuff. So I'm I'm waiting on Ron to show up, too, because he's the other part of this discussion because he's part of what helps bring this to the forefront, so... Um, so we're going to get into some of that too um, And then of course um, You know I noticed that um, We lost one of our members in the chat room Who was all four uh, The four wives with Ron So He left I'm not sure why But he left wow. and he, he, he didn't have any support So um, So yeah that that's happening um, it was something else I wanted to ask you as I was uh, doing this research because I didn't know anything about it. I only know what you share. I live by Tracy through you. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of folks lately. <laughs> yes, and I've been living through through all of your posts. Okay, talk to me about the um, S&M factor a little bit? Because you don't talk about that a lot. No, I don't because it's it's a, it, they are pretty much a very private group, so to speak, they, because they, they, they realize that, you know, even with what they do, it can, it can be construed as, it can be mis, misinterpreted as abuse. Um, that's the thing, that's the thing that they, that's the reason why they are very, that's why I don't really speak on that too, too much. Um, there are certain aspects of it that will probably come into play, uh, over time, um, because I've got other, you know, I've got other books and other relationships that I can easily bring into the fray. But, you know, when, when dealing with bringing new folk into the mix, um, it is really a matter of bringing them in slowly. Uh, that has always been the best uh, approach that I've always had when it comes to folks that are new. You don't ever want to show them the extreme when they first get into it because you're going to freak mm-hmm. out. You, you're going to freak them out. And then the next thing you know, you're looking around at them like, uh, so what happened again? And, you know, that's really where it boils down to for the most part. So, so, cause do they, and, and again, I'm just thinking, do they um, actually physically cause harm to each other? <sighs> yes. Okay. Absolutely. Okay, yeah. um, yeah, so and the you, thing that has to be. If you're not ready for that, you will. Yeah, and the thing that has. That the thing, yeah, the thing that has to be can, that has to be. Um, explain in that regard is that they really do not you know it's not one of those okay I'm going to hurt you whether you like it or not type of things Um, that is an established that is an established consent that is 
that comes into play way before, you know, the, the, the first strike of blood or, you know, anything along those lines as far as that is. So, you know, that's the thing that I have to, that, that I have to guard against whenever I'm dealing with or even speaking on that particular part of the community because, again, they're extremely misunderstood. And there's a reason for that because nobody really wants to take the time. They see the blood. They see the extreme, mm-hmm. you know, they see the extremes and all that other good stuff and whatnot. And then, you know, it's one of those oh, shit type of things. And I'm like, uh-oh. It is. And, and, and there's, there is that oh, shit factor. I get that. But, you know, at the same time, it's really a matter of what do you do? You know, do you allow them to continue to to see it for what it is? Do you try to educate as best you can? And, you know, for me, I can educate because I know that community. But that's because of the length of time that I've spent with different parts of the community in that regard. You know, you'll see somebody with a heavy paddle, and, you know, the person that they're paddling is just beat red as far as, you know, as far as different parts of their body is concerned. Or you see something that you see somewhere where someone is, um, what's the word I'm looking for? They're, they're, they're at a point where, you know, they're, they're turning purple in some instances, especially if you're talking about our Caucasian folk. You know, they'll, they'll, they'll turn mm-hmm. all kinds of colors if you, if you, if you pay good enough <laughs> attention. Um, you know, so that, that, you know, when you start seeing that, it kind of gives you a little bit of the squint. Uh, squid factor for some folks because not not everybody wants to see that, um, you know. But at the same time, when you hear somebody saying that I get turned on by something like that, you know, the first thing they're, they're thinking is, oh shit, I'm running up on a serial killer, and yeah. nothing could be further from the truth. Okay, um, and on that note, I'm going to open the line to our very own oh shit factor. Wine. Yes, that would be me. Wine. That would be me. Yes, you are the ocean What's going on, brother? For the wine What's up, Playboy? What's good with you, boy? Everything is good. I, I want to congratulate you on the new release. And, and, and uh, before I say too much, I just want to say this, that, that, that from a distance, I see the moves you make. And I see the, I the, the, the amount of work that goes into these moves. And I commend you. Well, I appreciate that, man. Trust me, it, it took a lot to, ooh, boy, it took a lot. Um, a lot of those moves have been, like, I'd say years in the making in some instances as far as that is, man. Especially especially the USA Today connections, that took some work. And that took some plotting, if you want to say, uh, to finally get them, you know, to see me for what, uh, for what it is at that point. So, yeah, so everything that you're seeing now, is literally just—it's uh, the beauty of being able to sort of, uh, make those connections as strong as possible to the point where now they—they—they're comfortable emailing me in a heartbeat and going, "Okay, can you contribute to this article?" Okay, cool, not a problem. That's tough. And hello, Shamor, how are you this evening? I'm good, Ryan. Thanks for I can't, I, I, I can't leave you out. I, I, you know, the, the best for last. I'll save the best for last. Oh, well, thank you so much. I, I feel so appreciated. 
So, yeah, nobody um, wants to see purple. Nobody wants to see purple. Purple is not a turn on. Mm-mm. <laughs> like I said, it takes it takes it's, it's it's definitely an acquired taste, my friend. Trust me on this. Like stout. So, Ryan, you know, um, you're almost like a guest this evening. Like Shakir was, he was one of our experts, and and so you're also on that side of the table today. Because um, you are going to be the expert on polygamy because it's something that you wish to practice. And you've expressed this a number of times on air. And you've even expressed this to me directly that you really believe in. You even went as far as to provide me with some support as to why you think your belief is. Smart. I have a hard time saying anything about you and the word smart together. So, um, I'm going to let you share your validation with everybody. What is it, Ron, that makes polygamy seem so appealing to you? Um, that's a loaded question. I, I, I mean, I look at it, and first let me say that I do recognize that a one-man, one-woman relationship can and does work. I recognize that. What I also recognize is that one man and multiple women and one woman and multiple men can and do work. All right? I can point to instances. I'm sure other people can point to instances. So when people dismiss it, it just tells me they're not looking at reality. Now, whether it's your particular cup of tea or not is a different question. But to just summarily say it doesn't work is you not looking at reality. That being said, when I look at what you try to get at the end of the day, is I would think that, I can see a person wanting to build a, a a a nation, build a family, build a structure, and you can't tell me that three people can't build better than two. You can't tell me that four people can't build better than three. So, I mean, if for all of us who complain about child care, there, there, there's a story going on about how someone put a baby in a, uh, 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 some hot water and burn the baby. And you always, you hear the story a few weeks back where the baby goes up to the roof that was in child care and falls off the roof. And you hear all of these things. Who better to watch your child than your, than your wife? So, so, I mean, for all of these things that we have in, this, in our society, you cut out half of those things if you have it within your family to care for them. So if you got three people working and one person staying home with the kids and we're all married, come on, man, you can't beat that. At the okay. same time, though, it has to be your particular cup of tea. You got a okay. point. And, and, and here's, cause here's one of the things I recall. Um, 
because you said building nations and and so you're talking about and at some point when you and I had this discussion previously, you mentioned the financial um and so I'm saying, okay, let's take let's take this scenario and let's let's put it in today's time. There is this guy who decides that this is something that he wants to be into. And so, you know, he wants both a wife, and he gets a few women that are okay with that. However, he doesn't decide that this is something he wants to do when he's 20. He doesn't decide this until, you know, 35, 40, 45, somewhere in there. And, but he's already had life prior to that. So maybe he has a child somewhere else. In a, in a traditional relationship he had previously. Because here, here's where I get to, I get it, but I don't. Part of the the building as a team of three or a team of four. Okay, let's say you're a team of four because you have two wives or, or this person has two wives, and then one of those wives. No, you can go has, with me. We can go with that. I like that. I like that. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then one of the wives has a husband. First thing we got, what are the rules? What are the rules for where we live? Because what if we don't want to live in the same household? What if I want to be able to go away? What if a man wants to be able to go away from whatever he has with the one wife? Because the reason that he has multiple wives is because at some point he wants a different environment. He wants, well, he well, let's not home. make like, let's not act like these same roadblocks aren't in monogamous relationships. Thank you so much. Okay, so as he has established that that's what he wants, if you're trying to build and we're building in separate places or you're financing in separate places, how how is it how is it different from because then at some point you have to say, Well, we have to all pull our money. So everybody has to work for this to work. How do you decide who is going to, where the money's going to go? Because we're maintaining separate households because, you know, we have these different places that we live. So couple A has to finance where they're going to live, and couple B has to finance where they're going to live. So so there are expenses there. Um, and then this this cat has child support from the first set of kids, before he was into polygamy, and now he's trying to build this this mini nation, and so he's got to finance this. So, so I'm asking, him, what what are you what how are you building when you know like taking care of one household and building is difficult? How do you maintain several households and build? Okay. I mean, well, short that. of short of creating. Um, a pimpology here where where you're like, okay, well, you two women go work and bring the money back here. I mean, what start, what keeps it from being pimping the women? Well, here's, here's your difference. Your difference is a matter of ideology. When you have a man that insists on being lazy and wants everybody else to put in work, that's a whole different ballgame versus a man who in certain religious communities it is their spiritual duty to be able to handle more than one. In certain Muslim faiths, if you cannot prove 
that you can take care of more than one, you are not allowed to have more than one. I've got a friend. I've got a couple friends that 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 schooled me on that aspect of it when I was dealing with it years ago. So it's not a matter of okay, well, I may you know I woke up one day and this is what I'm gonna do. There, there, like like Taylor said with the with the BDSM community, there are levels to this shit. <laughs> because you just can't wake up one day and go, oh, I want two, I want two instead of one, and a woman can't wake up one day and go. I want two instead of one as well because it is a mentality that you really have to break the social conditioning from. And then you have to have the ability to understand how to take care of more than one because you can't just, well, you know, you can't just go, okay, well, I've got two now. And then all of a sudden you start developing a bit of a favoritism type of situation where one wife mm-hmm. garners more favor than the other. Now that okay. that is the social conditioning that is very hard to break because even when it comes to even when it comes to your your, your pimpology aspect that you're explaining, even a pimp has his favorites. Mm-hmm. Whether he wants to admit it or not. He may have six or seven, but he knows that there's going to be that one that he knows is going to be down for whatever, and that's the one that he shows favor to more than the others because of what he realizes she's willing to do for him. When you're in a poly situation, when you're in a poly situation and you're in a poly mindset, you cannot allow yourself to get to that level. You, you, there is a constant, it is a constant discipline that you have to deal with on a daily basis. It's not something that you're going to ever break free from because unless you grew up in that, that, kind, that type of community, you're going to always default to what you were taught growing up. Right. Because I just wonder, because I get what Ron is, I definitely get it. Like, I, Ron, even though I can't stand you sometimes, I get what you're saying. Because All right, wait. Well, hold on one second. Let's go back to what she just said for one okay. I, I, one second. Um, one, there's nothing wrong with showing favoritism. Now you say because I mean personally, I have two hands, but I favor my right hand. Why do you favor something? Because in the case of your hands, because one is stronger, or because one you as you say you've been accustomed to using one more than another. What you have to realize is that everybody plays a position. There is a, yeah, a, an ideology that you can't bring two in unless one agrees. So Absolutely. unless the first one says yes, then some would say that you can't have a second one. So therefore, the second one already knows who is number one, and they have to do what you call play your position. So in instances where I can see it being okay to 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 to, to Give one four days a week and one three days a week, if that's the case. Just to throw and, you to, and you really have to be careful with that because at that but point, as, you start as long talking. as it's on the table, then we know what the rules are. Now, once you, you start deviating the, from those rules, that's when you have issues. Even if you deviate, even if you don't deviate from those rules, you have automatically put, you've automatically fostered an environment where jealousy can run rampant. Well, when you have two uh, sets of estrogen, you did that shit. It's a, it's a I mean, that's really where it boils down to. And, and, 
and I go back to my original point. Women have the ability and they have the they have the power to change their mind at any given moment. So it's very difficult to operate on a constant when you have too many that operate on variables. Right, but Why? let's act like men don't change their mind too, brother. Stop it. And I, mean, I, I hear suggest, people say that it's a woman's prerogative. Don't. It's a person's prerogative to change their mind. It ain't just a feminine thing. That's like saying all men who change their mind are feminine. That's that's not cipher. Well, no, I don't expect, I don't, I don't, I don't suggest that at that particular point in time. But we operate a little bit more on constant than women do. We may, but that doesn't mean I don't have the option to change my mind. So if I change my mind, that doesn't necessarily mean that I'm acting feminine or that that's the feminine principle. That's just me changing. And what what I would lead to is that there was a reason for me to change. Oh no doubt. So and I reserve that right to do that, whether I have breast or not. <laughs> Ron, yes, ma'am. You said you said that in this relationship, and and it's you know even if it starts out as a monogamous relationship, and then you have this discussion, and it she has to agree to these terms, um, and then if wife one agrees to these terms, then they go go get wife two. However, what if she doesn't? What happens to the nature of that relationship now that you've expressed the fact that you would prefer to have another wife, but she said no? So that, because but this no would be something you would have to say in the beginning. You just can't spring that on somebody. That's not fair. That's not right. fair to be like, you know what, your vagina ain't enough no more. I need another vagina. No, that's not fair. You're not earning enough. We need another woman to pull the weight. No, that that's not fair. Um, you're not smart enough anymore. That, I mean, that's not fair. These, these things have to be said in the beginning. Okay. Okay. I mean, because that, that, that popped into my head. Like, how do you how do you balance the two? Okay, Imaj, I'm going to pull you in, and then we have a call to Imaj, so you might not get to go um, all hardcore in because we have a call. Hey, Imaj, how are you? I'm fine. How are you all doing? Thank you, Hey, Ron. It's the swingers. Huh? It's the swingers. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I, I'm not whatever. <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, I've done that before. I don't participate as much as I used to. I have other things to do with my life. <laughs> okay. What well, I mean, I do. I I I've participated since I was. Actually, as I look back over, I think I was about 24 years old when I was kind of introduced to the swinger lifestyle. Um, I was telling um, Gary earlier when I was talking to her about it, I said, you know, it was one of those situations where I was led into a situation blindly. Um, The particular person, it was like, oh, girl, we're going to a party. I'm like, oh, okay, you know, I like to party. I like to have a good time. So I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Let's go to a party then. And I was like, shoot, what type of party is it? She's like, a house party. And it's like, okay, I'm getting dressed cute enough. I said, well, you know, is there a certain type of way I need to dress? Like, what's going on? So she was like, oh, just be cute and sassy. You know how you do. Okay, so I throw on my little outfit. I get there. I'm clearly overdressed. Clearly. Because. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I am clearly overdressed. My cute little dress and my little waitress is not 
<laughs> you know, and so it's like, okay, you know, this too. And I felt like a fish out of water to it. And I was like, okay. And it took me a couple of more times to kind of go to get acclimated to the whole thing. And like I said, I've participated since I was 24. Um, I recently kind of stopped going because, I have, like I said, I have other things that I have to do than worry about a party on a Saturday night in a city, in a different city, because they really don't have them here in my city, but I'm always getting invites to different ones in other places. So, of course. And there was this wow. one place that I went to one time. It was actually a club. It was in South Carolina. And it was, like, right there on the South Carolina border and the North Carolina border. And it had, you know, it was a house, and it was a club, and there was rooms that had so much stuff to them. Like, there was an open, like, living room area that had a big screen, and it was showing porn, and what? I don't know how I love wow. porn. So I was just saying, oh, they <laughs> had you at porn. They was like, hey, <laughs> you want to And then there was, like, a little pool area, like, a where there was a jacuzzi and you know, several jacuzzis and pools around, and then there was actually a place where you could actually play pool. And, you know, it was it was different types of – the atmosphere was different. So I actually enjoyed that. Now, I did not participate in that because everybody who knows me knows I don't really do strange Peter that well So because I, I just don't do it. And that seems like that was um, the wrong place for you to be then. No, it's it's not necessarily that. It's like I go to watch. This a voyeur in oh, me that like you, to watch. Okay, you just want to see. I just I just want to see. And now I have participated in the first like the first group of people that I met. I have participated with them. I have. Okay. And because they no longer became strange, I actually got to know them as people. Well, so. Hey. Look at her. Oh, all yeah. participatory and stuff. Say what? Okay. I said, look at you all participatory and stuff. Okay, well, well listen. We, have, we have one call. Um, so hold on to your um, thoughts. And, Ron, I have okay. a comment I have to share with you. Because you spark stuff, and so I have to tell you this comment. It was just for you. It oh, says oh my. that your your whole polygamy concept is very um, female heavy, with with you being able to have several wives, and um, Perry did not feel like. You talk a lot about the woman having multiple husbands, and he doesn't think that men would be able to handle a woman having a favorite husband and being oh. able to um, spend more time with one man versus the other for whatever reason, whether it's his ability to give great, great. Um, I want to read what she said. She said, I'm going with the best 
can and slick as shit. So, I just feel like a, I, I just feel like men would be able to handle that. Well, I mean, I'm sure that you know because you listened when I came on the air, and the first thing I said was I know that one man and one woman works, but and then I followed that up by saying that one man and multiple women works, and here goes the next part. I also said that one woman and multiple men work. I said I know that these things work. So because I'm not a woman, I'm not talking about multiple husbands. <laughs> It would seem kind of crazy for me to talk about multiple husbands. That ain't the topic of the show tonight. So, so, so I mean, I understand where that person's coming. It seems like they're jaded and they're skewed and they're comment. But that's okay because sometimes people just don't listen. I'm not mad at that. I, I, I don't listen sometimes, too. Well, Carrie said she did listen. Don't be emphasizing the word listen. And she said you need to calm your tone to take a little bit of that bass out your voice. Wow. But the bass in the voice is what gets the second wife. The bass gets the second wife. <laughs> well, Carrie said she's not in the running, so you don't have to use it with her. So... Uh, I'm just going to put this out there for the world, anybody that listens to the show. If you're into polygamy, Ron wants you. Please fill out your application. No, 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 no. Please, please don't do that. I'm good. I'm good. I, I, I will find out whoever's supposed to be for me. I, no, no. I don't need no applications. I don't need no writing ballots. I don't need none, none of that. I'm good, Mama. Yeah, I'm just you saying. Do. You know, I'm trying to, again, I'm trying to take care of him. That's all I'm doing. No, 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 so, no. You know what? They can submit all the applications to the wind down page and, and then from there, we'll kind of weed out. We'll have a weed out process. We'll have a weed out process. Okay, so... Oh, you said about weed? You said something about weed? What'd you say? I'm just saying. I'm just saying, you know, we'll we'll go, we'll filter through them. Is that better than get that one? No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Right, and if you okay, want the so truth, have... I'd rather a group of elders choose my wife for me. If it had to be a group. Why is that? I can... I'm, I'm a good... I'm good... What's wrong with me, Ron? 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 Yes, ma'am. What's wrong with me? Help me help couple trigger. I'm sorry, What's wrong with me? What's wrong with what? What's wrong with me helping choose your wife? Listen, come on. Stop it. Anyway, next question. <laughs> you don't think I... Really? Come okay, on. Come on now. Oh, that's all right. That's okay. I, I don't like feeling like that. I'm like, I don't like feeling like that. Area code 201 on the air. Hey, don't get him. Don't get him. I know how bad you want to get him. Don't get him. I kind of feel your <laughs> face showed up. Yes, sir. What's up, why? So, RJ, how are you, RJ? <laughs> oh, 
I, that's kind of really undetermined right now. You don't want to talk about it? <laughs> We're your family, RJ. Are you okay? Man. Uh, I mean, it's just so much you can tell family on that note. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know what? I'm going to introduce you to Ron. He's looking to share a wife with somebody. And I was just Oh, wow. Who better? 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 Who RJ, so he can find a lady with the RJ. Let's see, on that note, on that note right there, me and Ron are different people. We are way different people. What? That that sounds good to me. Like, because you know who the other husband is, so you already know, like... I feel a little uncomfortable. I'm just, I'm just gonna put my hand up. I feel a little uncomfortable. <laughs> and then I mean, you know, saying how it's, how it's uncomfortable. You put me and Ron name in the same situation. Well, I mean, that's weird. Two different situations. Well, I'm sitting here like, I'm kind of scratching my head over here, just like, what is that about? I'm just saying, you know what yeah. she's getting over there because you know him. Then you know what she's getting over there because you know him. It's like, yeah, but he don't do this. Or, you know what I'm saying? And y'all just, you know, cool. Are you the she that we talking about? Yeah. And then, you know what I'm like, and then y'all are already cool, so, like, if you feel like, say, man, you know, I need to talk to you because you be having my wife or our wife, you know, stressing. Wow. I mean, you know, it's family. It's already... <laughs> Oh, okay, that's all I'm saying. Oh, man, I don't know what I don't know what to say on that one. Hey, oh, man. I'm just throwing that in the hat. <laughs> we were talking about, you know, polygamy. I'm just throwing that in the hat. There you go. Here we are. Hey, man, that, you know what I'm saying? I think you need to find Ron a girl. You know what I'm saying? We need to put some applications out. Whoa, whoa, whoa I'm whoa, still uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-mm, I'm good. I thought we, I thought we crossed this I mean, bridge already. I mean, I mean, if he don't want, if he, if he don't want, you know what I'm saying, a, a regular girlfriend, you know what I'm saying, maybe he want a booty call, so, you know what I'm saying, we're going to put out the booty call application. Hey, hey, booty call, you know that leads to trouble. You shouldn't talk about, no, you shouldn't talk about booty call. Mm-hmm. Let's get back to Shakir. Tonight's about Mr. Rashawn. Let's get back to Shakir. <laughs> I'm just cracking up wrong because she just managed to just completely just bastardize the whole damn conversation. Mm-hmm. Focus, focus. I'm like, next thing, I'm like, next thing I know, she's gonna probably try to, she gonna probably try to play Madam, Madam Procurist and shit. I'm like, okay. Right. One minute we was talking about a Mars on a pool table. Now we talking about. Oh, yeah, my well, I was, I was actually, yeah, I was actually interested in that. Nah, nah. What better thing is to let him share one? But you know, Shamor, 
Hey, hey, all I'm saying is that's all what I I heard what I heard, and I wanted to hear more, and then it just went left. All I know is we was having a perfectly good conversation about pools, jacuzzis, pool tables, and, and, and ass, and porno. And now you want to talk about booty calls and Ronald. But, you know, I'm about to make, so this, Perry, I'm about to make this known. This is for Perry. Perry, you see what happened when I gave a woman two husbands? See how they act? I'm just saying. Okay. <laughs> Hold up. Wait a minute. You didn't see how I act yet, but, you know what I'm saying? I told you I would be good, you know what I'm saying? I'm being good. I don't know what you're talking about. You know, but at the same time, you know what I'm saying, I think that I might stop drinking. You know what I'm saying? And everybody here, if you're just listening to this, yeah, this is all day. And I think I'm thinking about stop drinking. You know what I'm saying? Don't ask no questions. No questions. Don't ask no questions. Go ahead, RJ, stop drinking. You know what I'm saying? You just don't drop a bombshell like that and don't say there ain't gonna be questions in collateral damage, oh boy. Just, just I, didn't, I, didn't just hear what, I didn't hear what I did. I didn't. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? If you wanna ask a question on why I'm gonna stop drinking, just hashtag it. Official RJD on Twitter and I will answer the question that but as of right now, you know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna talk about why I'm gonna stop drinking. Uh, can you come on here and do like a little lightweight plug for RJ this week? I have to tell RJ to get away. Just come on here and plug yourself, RJ. Huh? You see, I tried to pull you into the topic and give you a wife to share with Ron. You came on here trying to plug yourself. No, I'm not plugging myself. I mean, that's, you know, I that's just a general And take the call so it won't be too many people online. So RJ, could you could you like give us a few minutes since you want to oh, go right. to your Facebook? You want everybody to go to your Facebook and not talk to you on the phone, even though you called us on the phone, but don't talk to you on the phone because <laughs> go to my Facebook. So okay, we get it. <laughs> so, so RJ, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna mute your mic, Brittany, and then take our call. Um, area code is two. Or zero. I feel like we're about to get in some trouble here. Nah, you're on the two four zero area code. I don't even know who it is. Yeah. Hi. Two four zero. Uh huh. There it is. There is that voice. Hi, baby doll. Hi, uncle. Hi, Shamor. Hi. Hi, Ron. Good evening. Who did I miss? Oh, he seems so beat down. <laughs> I am really enjoying your conversation tonight. And which part did you enjoy the most? <laughs> I was waiting on that question. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am um, 
I'm here to speak to the young lady who had two husbands. That would be me. Something like that. That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) I'm talking, ain't nothing wrong with that there, never. This one here. (laughs) Well, it's something like that. I'll have two mates. Can we say that? Uncle, is that okay to say? Two mates? Yeah, that's safe to say. That's safe to say. Okay. But I'm heterosexual, so I'll have two male mates. Okay, so that's interesting. Because I guess there is a distinction that has to be made when you decide to, okay, hey, Ron. Oh, shit. (laughs) Ron. Yes, ma'am. You could actually have a wife that has a wife and then you would have two wives. We have a caller. Can you please talk to the caller? She's going to hit me with some bullshit. Oh, I forgot how far the wheels fall off of this bitch after 11 30. I swear to God. I swear to God, too. <laughs> I'm just trying to Okay, never mind. I'm sorry. I just wanted to be, if you guys had questions about a woman who would have two male mates, here's a voice. Yes. Ask away. I bet we do have questions. And, Perry, this is your opportunity to ask how those men handle So how do these men handle it? Like, do, do they ever feel that there is... Um, um, well, considering that my relationship is different... Um, everybody knows that I am um, a formal BDSM practitioner. So unlike most, I do have a favorite, quote-unquote, he's an alpha, he's my alpha, all other men go through him. If he has them with you, you don't get me. Thank you. So, okay, and, and I guess, I, I don't know, because, again, this is not in my loop, so it might seem like a dumb question, but... Um, is there one that you're particularly like, I'm married to this one, mm-hmm. and then, like, do you do that, or, I guess, is there more of a centralized relationship, and then that's how you filter through, because this is my man, and then I filter whoever I, you know, uh, whoever my second husband would be, through this person, or... Can you just date people and they still have to filter through your gentle person? I'm sorry, say that for me again. You're confused. Like, if you're just dating somebody, um, mm-hmm. you have this, you have the one who is the man. But if you just want to date someone, is that something that comes through, filters through him as well? Or yes. only when you get really serious and then it's like, okay, well, I kind of like him, so let me, you know, introduce you guys. Well, it, it goes, everything goes through him. Ron, can I use you as an example? Absolutely. Okay. So let's say that Ron takes an interest in me. And I take an interest back. So I would go to um, I, um, affectionately, I call him Daddy. I would go to Daddy and say, Daddy, I met Ron. I really like him. I think he's cool. Um, I'm attracted to him. The first thing he would say is, then Ron needs to talk to me. Me and Ron need to talk. 
Okay. Absolutely. Exactly. Gentlemen, the gentlemen will have their talk, whatever the intentions are. Do you expect to date her long term? Do you expect to just fuck her? Do you expect to just hang out and be cool? Like, what do you want to her? And if he doesn't come correct, he doesn't come. Because could there ever be a time when you like you like this guy, but but daddy and I don't know if I'm supposed to say that since he's not my daddy, but <laughs> but he doesn't um, necessarily like this person, and he tells you, hey, I'm I'm not really keen on him, and you still are attracted to him. Is there is there ever a time when you can date him? I feel I can be attracted to him all I want, but unlike most relationships, I am owned by him. For everything that I can go through him. I can still like it's like a child. You can still want to do it. You just said not. Exactly. Oh, okay. Oh. All of a sudden it's more acceptable when there's a woman saying it, right? <laughs> you notice that. You Shakir, you notice that, right? Oh, but that's nothing new. You knew that was coming. Yes, sir. I didn't accept anything. I didn't accept anything. I'm learning. This is learning. You ought to try it, Ron. This is what learning sounds like. Okay, so Perry says she's interested to know if when you break up with one, do you replace that person immediately or or not? And um, does it feel like you have a void when you're only with one person? Well, like right now, I am only with, I currently, I only have one male partner. Um, I could say there's a void, but there's so much other going on. So I'm in school and I'm writing and I have my little girl and I I physically do not have time for another boyfriend. For a boyfriend, I should say. Though I'd like her. I really would like another partner. But I would like the second partner if I were to get one. And that's not the So... As for, like, if I were to break up with a boyfriend, daddy not going nowhere. He might as well just go ahead and take him off the place. But if I had a boyfriend and we broke up, then I would take the same grieving time as if I was monogamous. Get my heart together, get my mind together, you know, whatever. And if I jump back out there, I do. And if I don't, I don't. Mm-hmm. Can, you, can you completely invest in two people like that? I, or is yeah. there always... Um, um, like, you feel like you're kind of holding back on whoever number two is. You know, I, if I'm in, I'm in. Like, if we're dating, if, if I'm make, making the commitment for this person to be my boyfriend, I'm in. Um, he will always have to understand that daddy will come first because daddy's my primary. And that doesn't diminish what I feel for number two. It's just that uh, brother, he's a good person. So, all due respect. Understand that he, I gotta make sure home is good first. You're gonna be good, I'm gonna make sure you're good, but I have to make sure my master's straight. Y'all covered the BDSM before I got here, so I thought. But okay. my master's gotta be good first. And then, okay, absolutely. So that, that was, I answered the question I was gonna ask you next time. Okay. I will say this though, in a, in a different light than the most. He has two girls. He has two other girls that have been So we currently, there are four. There are four of us total. Him and three of us. 
Personally, being the person I am, there's not another man on this earth that can give you what I give you. Some men may give you more, some men may give you less. But this right here, there's nobody else. And I'm comfortable knowing that I bring something unique to the table. So that being said, I'm comfortable in my skin, whereas I'm not competing with another man. We're just bringing two different things to the table. You choose what you want. That was the most mature thing you've ever said, ever, ever. I have to applaud him because he's absolutely 100% correct. The beautiful thing about being anything. I'm going to high-five him over the phone. High-five, Ron. I mean, mean, but you haven't heard everything I've ever said, so how could you make that statement? Because I've known all the things that you've said on this extension and this time of night every Wednesday, and none of that shit ever sat up to what's just said. That's all I'm Okay. Saying. I put it in perspective. Then you go and here we are. <laughs> Ready much. I think Ron is right, though. I think that the beauty of being Polly is that I don't have to be his everything. I don't have to cook and clean and fuck like a porn star and be built like a stallion. I have got big boobs and no ass, but then one of my sisters has a fat ass and no boobs, and then one of us is a hybrid of all, you know, of the both of us. We are just we're all different, and where one of us is weak, the other one is strong, and we're, you know, we just pick, we feed off of each other, and at the end of the day, he's happy, and then we're happy. Do you, um, so is it like a family? Like, cause when it's for the women, like family, like you guys talk about. Do you even talk? Do you share sex secrets, or is it just when he's with me, he's with me, and when he's with you, he's with you, and you and I don't ever have to swap out secrets. Just do your thing, I do my thing. I can't hear you say that for me again. When with no women, mm-hmm. you know, if you could be sharing, sharing a man, does it? Is it ever to do what he's got to share, like? He likes when I do this or try that, or is it just totally separate, separate bedroom things going on and you guys don't even share that information? It's just you have them do your thing your time, and then when I have them, I do my thing my time, or do you guys kind of like collaborate and talk about what he likes when he's here with, when he's with you and what he likes when he's with her and try this or you try that? Or do you guys do that? No, we're, we're actually. Um, like I said, he feeds off of all of us because we're all different, and all of our kinks are different. So, like, where I like to be spanked, I've got a sister who can't stand it. I don't particularly care for being bitten, and i got a sister who loves it. Like, she's not satisfied yeah. to take the flesh out of her. So, exactly. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we're just... We're just okay. Like that. Oh, Okay. 
This is a beautiful thing. This is a beautiful thing. I am loving this show. This has got to be like Shut top up. one. Shut up. I have Can one I question in the chat room. Question? <laughs> I was going to say I have a question from Taylor. Uh-huh. Okay, Taylor, honey. Um, anybody who knows me knows I despise that word share. We share three things. Time, space, and energy. That's it. We don't share a man. We just happen to have the same relationship with him. And I know you didn't know, baby. I'm not getting on you. <laughs> but that's it. We share time, space, and energy. Um, I always say it like a salad. He's not a salad. We can't share him. We just happen to have the same relationship. Like, if any of you have children, you, your children don't share you as parents. They just have the same parents. We don't share him as a master. We have the same master. Now, I do believe that my sisters have played with him together. I'm sure they have. I just haven't because I'm not, I'm not bisexual. So it would serve me no purpose. Did you hear that, Ron? Listen, I'm not looking for two at once, just two, period. <laughs> I've done the two at once thing. It's overrated. <laughs> well, at least you know. And actually, it, it, it's not so much a sexual thing, because if it's a sexual thing, then one ain't got to know about the other. You can still do what you want. It's my penis all day, every day. I ain't got to tell them nothing. So it ain't about sex. It's about actually a, a relationship, a bond, a growing, at least to me. And I can rock with that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he is on it tonight. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I think we, um, I think we are kind of full of information <laughs> this evening. A lot spinning around in 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 this corner over here, sidelines looking on the field. The whole lot going on in my head. Um, and then I'm so thankful for you um, calling in and sharing this perspective um, because we get some stuff from here from time to time. Ron says, you know, things here and there. So we get the male perspective a lot, but the female voice was missing. And so you helped us with that. And I appreciate you calling in because you enlightened us on the problem. <laughs> And um, now it's time to kind of wind us down. So okay. I thank you for calling in again. I'm going to go ahead and mute you. Okay. And then I'm going to go ahead and let Imaj get her last bit in. Imaj, did you have anything left to your swinging um, that you wanted to add? You got like a minute. Um. No, because no, I was I can't stop in the middle of my conversation. So, nope, I don't have anything. Like I said, so, I'll be getting I'll be getting your number before the night is out. We gonna have that conversation privately. <laughs> what I mean, what do you have questions? What questions do you have? It ain't a, it ain't a matter of questions. I'll let you know when we get to talking. Ooh. Ooh. Oh my dear. That sounds very pimpish to me. Very pimpish. Like, I, <laughs> that's my Ron. Shut up. Did Ron say that? <laughs> <laughs> I know you're not talking about nobody being pimpish with yourself. Right? 
I'm saying he said, I will have your number. Not can I have it, I will have your number. That is tempish. No, that's the alpha, baby. That's how that works. I'm not never mad at you, brother. <laughs> yeah, I'm mad. Yeah, I'm mad. I'm mad. Sure, what did you have a question? <laughs> I, I, was, I was trying to think of a way to get them away because I know once Ron starts talking, it's over. Um, no, I don't, I don't have any more questions, but I reserve the right after processing to come back and question you some more. <laughs> Just going ahead and bookmarking this right now. Right. So we have about a minute before air goes into record time. So I want to thank everybody for being in the chat room. I want to thank uh, our callers, Ron. Um, thank you for being an expert this evening. Shakir, thank you for letting us into your life again. Um, and Imad, thank you for sharing your free. I mean your your experiences with us. Um, <laughs> um, and then, of course, we had the infamous RJ to grace us, and we don't really know what he talked about. It's really funny that when he shows up, we had a whole lot of feedback, and we couldn't hear. So that, that, that was probably for a reason. Um, thank everybody for hanging out with us and winding down with us this evening. And we'll catch you Everybody go get your care book. And, of course, finish, because, I mean, he's already yeah, the bomb. So go ahead, and if you haven't taken care of that, you need to experience Shakira's writing. So go ahead and check him out. All his links are on the page. And That's everything. So Have a good one. We'll see you next week. Good night, y'all. Good night. Good night, everyone.